0: Decide that you care more about creating your magic and pushing it out into the world than you do about how it will be received. Rachel Hollis. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For today, I figured that I... Wanted to talk about waiting to live our lives. Now, every time I tend to come up with podcast episodes in particular, I always try and relate them to what's kind of going on as an overall theme in my life at the moment. And this whole waiting to live your life is a big epiphany of mine that I actually had just the other day. It was actually a Wednesday, and I was having one of those weird bad days where nothing is really going all that wrong, but it also just feels like nothing is really going right. And you're just kind of in one of those moods where, you know, you're kind of going through the motions, you're doing what you need to do, but the back of your brain is like, what's the point? It's almost like with each thing that you're checking off of your to-do list for the day, it gets harder and harder to be doing all of these things. And each day, it felt like it was almost becoming more of a drag to get myself out of bed and to just do the things that ultimately I knew I wanted to do but for some reason had lost my reason as to why I was doing them so it was a Wednesday and it was that Wednesday in particular that I woke up and just all day felt like I was just like dragging this heavy weight around of literally just myself like just being like okay time to get up come on get out of bed get out of freaking bed already like okay fine five more minutes lay there Pat Bentley, check my phone. Then I'm like, okay, now it's time to get out of bed. And still, I would find another reason to procrastinate, another five minutes, or to push off my workout, or, you know what, screw it, why not just order just the biggest binge ever of my favorite Thai food, because I was having a bad day, and that was going to make me feel better, right? Now, I'm not going to lie, guys, I am definitely prone to seasonal depression, so first and foremost, I am very aware of this becoming a habit around this time of year, you know, I get into these weird, slumpy mindsets, where suddenly i I'm like, what's the point? Why would I do this if it just means I have to wake up and check it off my to-do list all over again? Did it really matter what I was doing if there's no one around to, you know, share it with me, or live it with me, or even just see me doing it? Like, that sounds ridiculous, but these are the little things that the ego or whatever you want to call it inside of my head was saying to myself, you know, the little devil on my shoulder like, what's the freaking point? I ultimately just wanted to give up. And it always feels like it's on a Wednesday that I want to give up. I don't know why, but it's always Wednesday that I feel like I'm just like, oh, God, the thought of going through even just two more regular office days that most people work like Thursday, Friday and doing all the things that I know I have to do just seems like way too impossible of a task. And I'm looking for the fastest way to escape basically my life. I told myself this day in particular, okay, What would it be like if I just actually gave up? What if I actually just stopped pushing myself to do all these stupid little things and just did them when it mattered? I got curious about why I was feeling the way that I was feeling, and I asked myself, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? It became a really really big kind of epiphany that I had on said Wednesday when I asked myself what would I be doing if there was no one around to see? I had fallen into this really bad procrastination habit and it is one that it affects me kind of in like ebbs and flows and waves where I get really good at doing things and getting on top of things and accomplishing things and then I'll have just like a couple bad days in a row where all of a sudden I don't want to do anything that I have set out for myself. I don't want to work towards any goals that I've written up. And I just don't feel like I have the energy to push forward anymore. I've been there many times. I've been there other years. And this winter is no different. I could feel as soon as the weather started to get gloomier, my brain just wanting to be like, what is the point of doing all of these little habits and these little tricks and these little things that I know that I set out to do? Because overall, they're best for my wellness, they're best for my overall health. But this little procrastination voice, this little, you know, ego voice, this little devil on the shoulder is like, eh. Is it really worth it anymore? Why don't we just do this next year? Why don't we just do this next month? Why don't we wait until we're happier to be the person that we wanna be? Now I know that sounds a little morbid, okay? And like I said, this was just a regular Wednesday. These are thoughts that a lot of us may have just had in a brief passing moment, and then we get right back to our lives. But these are also thoughts that a lot of us may have had in a brief passing moment, and it just completely stumps our lives. And then suddenly we start procrastinating all of the things that make us exactly who we are or are making us, you know, work progressively towards the people we're trying to grow to be every day. Ultimately, when I catch myself in these kind of phases of life where I start just pushing off everything I know I want to be doing, everything I know is healthy for me, everything I know comes from a place of actually truly wanting to just you know, grow and expand and be the person that I know I can be, whenever I find myself resisting anything that makes me that person, I usually know that I'm kind of stuck in between this justifying my choices that basically end up self-sabotaging myself because I think, you know, oh, I deserve this or life's been a little hard lately. It leaves me torn between justifying the choices that I knew weren't good for my overall wellness and health and feeling basically this weight-bearing guilt of knowing that I knew it was bad for me, but continuing to sabotage myself along my way anyway and put off making actual change. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't just that I was pushing off or pushing away all of my responsibilities. It was also that I was knowingly pushing them away and knowingly not making any effort to figure out why or to make a change. Instead, I would rather just feel guilty about it, beat myself up for it, stay in the pity party, think about how, you know, bad my day was, how bad this was, or how nobody understood how stressed I was, how nobody understood what I was maybe going through. And it's so funny that we do this, right? Because we all do it. We do this little song and dance that keep us in our comfort zones. They keep us in this, well, this feels safe and nobody can hurt me here. And I don't have to try harder than I already am here. And I can just do this and get by in life. But I mean, if I ask any one of you guys listening right now, and including myself, if someone were to ask me, do you want to just get by in life? I'd be like, Heck no. That does not sound like my kind of plan. I don't want to just get by. I want to thrive. So if that's the case, and by all means, I also think it's very, very important to be careful to find a work-life balance and also just a balance of bettering ourselves. That said, I still do want to thrive at the end of the day. And to me, thriving is ultimately just showing up for yourself 100% and sometimes showing up for yourself is putting down your responsibilities and taking a day off. But on this particular Wednesday, that was not the case. I was sitting at my counter and I was about to order myself a feel good binge of Thai food or tacos. And I was seriously debating the two like it was a life or death situation. I had somehow convinced myself that I deserved this break off from the day, you know, break away from the plan, just order a bunch of food, eat it all, feel like crap watch my favorite TV show, throw on sweatpants, and just not do anything. Maybe not even wash my hair. You know what? Screw it. I would just try all over again tomorrow. Tell ourselves that, ah, screw it. I'll start over on Monday. Screw it. I'll start over at the beginning of next month, next year. I'll start over when I find somebody that I want to share my life with. I'll start over when circumstances are different, when I feel prettier, when I have this amount of money in my bank account, when I feel better in my body, when I do this, when I accomplish that, when I have this, when I find this. That's when I'll try. That's when I'll start showing up for myself because that is the life that I want for myself. And until I have it, what's the point in trying? But what we fail to realize or what our our ego fails to realize because that's not truly the case, is that to get to those lives, we have to show up and be those people now. We have to show up and live the life that we're trying to chase as if it's already ours. Now, all of our goals are ultimately going to be different and all of our whens are going to be different. The goals that I'm trying to chase and the whens that I'm using as a self-sabotaging reason to not chase them right away are going to be probably different from anyone else listening to this. For me, I had gotten into this, I have been trying to eat so well, I had been trying to eat so healthy, I was trying to, you know, do this little experiment to see how my skin was, if I was eating more whole balanced foods, and all of this, and all of the work that I had already done up into this day in particular, I was ready to throw away and honestly just be like, screw it, I'm gonna try and eat healthy and cook at home again, all over in the new year. Mind you, the new year is five weeks away. So for five weeks, I was willing to just be like, ah, screw it, there's my procrastination station. I'm gonna take these five weeks to just seriously not care because what's the point? The thing is, Every single day, the choices that we make collectively define who we are as a person, how we're showing up in this world as individuals. Every single moment in time, every single decision we make, I don't mean to say that and put a lot of pressure on you. I just mean to let you know that because those five weeks of time that are going to pass are just as much me as the five weeks that will follow in the new year. It doesn't mean that just because 2018 is about to turn into 2019 that magically at the stroke of midnight, I was going to become a brand new person. The habits and choices that i make now are already affecting the type of person that i show up into this world for so what are you waiting to live your life for when will you finally start showing up for yourself again another question that i actually asked myself on said wednesday i don't know how i had gotten to feeling the way that i had but all i knew is that i needed to make some sort of change i put down my phone backed out at uber eats pulled out my journal and literally asked myself when and what will it take for you to start showing up for yourself again? This is like this weird thing I tend to do when it comes to journaling. And a lot of you guys have asked me before, what do you write in your journal? And a lot of the times I just try and free write. It's one of those like practices where basically I'll write a question or just something that's kind of weighing on me at the top of the page. And then without thinking, I just let my hand go. I don't think about what I'm writing. I don't question what I'm writing. I don't filter what I'm writing. I just let it all pour out of me and I don't know where on earth it comes from, but I'm telling you the word's literally spill onto the page. I don't know if they're even coming from me half the time, but at the end of it, I have a pretty clear answer of exactly where my subconscious is at. I knew what my answer was before I had written it on the page, but I wasn't willing to actually face the answer until the words were actually staring back at me because then they were written into existence and they were something that I could finally face. And sometimes this isn't going to be this huge, you know, defining answer of when are you going to start showing up for yourself again? Sometimes it's even just when I get, a little bit more sleep. I'm freaking tired. And that happened to me back in the fall. I was thinking that I was going through this huge, like, you know, life transitional, like what is going on? And ultimately when I wrote down that what is going on and the answer came through to me, all I ended up writing was, I just goddamn need some sleep. But this time, that was not the answer. It's funny because we as humans invented time. In all kinds of ways, even though it does, it also does not exist. Like I said, at the stroke of midnight when 2018 becomes 2019, that is just an agreement that we collectively as humans have agreed to go by. But that doesn't mean that it's like some magical you know, moment in time that suddenly everybody can shift into a whole new year a whole new person. It's the same day as it was before. And so each choice that I make in the days leading up to the new year are just as heavily going to impact and define my life as the choices I make right after the new year. So why was I waiting? And then the other big question that I had to find out and that ended up staring back at me from these pages too was, What kind of life would I live if no one was around to see it? Because that was the other big thing. I kept on doing all of these self-sabotaging habits because in my mind, I was like, well, no one's around to be here. No one's around to do this with me. No one's around to hang out. No one's around to cook with me. No one's around to go for a run or hit up the gym. So what's the point? And then that made me realize, what am I doing for myself and what am I doing solely for somebody else? Or what am I living for in terms of my life? Or am I just trying to live my life in terms of waiting for somebody else to come fill it up or complete me? What would I do if there was never going to be anyone else around? Hopefully there will be, but I mean, ultimately, I needed to know that answer. Because heaven forbid, and I hope, pray to God not, I am knocking on wood right now. Surprise, Bentley did not just bark. Um, But hopefully, I mean, I'm going to find somebody at the end of the day. And we'll get into that in the second part of this podcast episode, because I also think that it is extremely important to any of you guys listening that are single in particular to not wait to live your life until you find somebody else. But ultimately, too, I had to ask myself, worst case scenario, I don't find anyone to share my life with at the end of the day. I mean, ultimately, you're going to have your friends and your family. But I mean, like, you know, your person, your partner. And if I don't find that guy, what will my life look like? What would my life look like if there was literally nobody on earth to see me doing everything I was doing on a daily basis? Who would I be? When you take that question and actually ask yourself it, you will be so shocked by the things that you find you are actually doing solely just to show people that you're doing them, and then the things that you do because you genuinely just love doing them, whether anyone knows you do it or not. And if you guys want to hear my answer to that question, my sappy journal post, and basically what my subconscious screamed back at me, then definitely stick around, but really quick, I'm going to leave you guys with a message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Some smiles are wide and full of warmth. Some smiles reach all the way up to the eyes, and some smiles are so bright that they light up the entire room. But every smile tells a story. About the gift, about you, and about the one you love. That's why I shop at James Avery Artisan Jewelry. Gifts from James Avery help to tell your story. One that you and your loved one will remember for years to come. I'll see my sister smile when she opens the coral box, and we'll both remember that moment every time she puts it on. This Christmas, that's the kind of smile that I'm looking forward to, and I know that she is too. James Avery Artisan Jewelry can be found in their shops, in many Dillard's stores, and online at jamesavery.com. Girls. How many of you guys count down the hours until it's an appropriate time to rip off your bra at the end of the day? Trust me, as somebody that works from home, I take full advantage of rarely ever having to wear one. That is, until I found one that actually fit and is super duper comfy. Third Love uses millions of women's real measurements to create bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and an incredible feel. Using the Fit Finder quiz, I answered all of the questions, which was super fast and takes less than a minute, by the way, to basically figure out the perfect size and shape, finding styles that fit my body perfectly. And it's also a 100% fit guarantee. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to help finding you find your perfect fit. If you don't love their product, returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're giving all of my listeners 15% off the first order. Go to thirdlove.com talk and get 15% off your first Perfect fitting bra. That's thirdlove.com slash talk for 15% off today. Okay, so now I'm going to push past my usual comfort zone and get mad real with you guys. When I sat down and wrote out that journal entry and asked myself honestly, okay, what am I freaking waiting for? The answer that came out onto the page was somebody else. Now, I don't know how long you've been listening to my podcast. I don't know if this is your first episode. I don't know if you've listened to all of them. I don't know if you've seen any of my YouTube videos or how long you've been following me or if you're just brand spanking new. But something you may or may not already know about me is that I've usually been, or at least in the past, I've been more of a relationship girl. I've had a few more serious relationships in my life that have extended over periods of time that have made it really, really awesome and easy for me to be comfortable in my life and happy with my life. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. I just think that I learned a lot from those relationships. That said, I'm also highly acutely aware of the fact that I am a relationship girl and using that knowledge have started to become more aware of the type of relationships that I pick and choose myself to be in. And that's why I've been single for a little longer than usual. In every relationship I've ever been in up until now, there's always been this little voice in the back of my head that said, it's great, but it's not the one. And ever since I was a little girl, I would always picture getting married. I always pictured what my life would look like. I've always kind of known what I've wanted at the end of the day. So when I was writing down on this whole journal, like, what are you waiting for? It basically said to me what I've been picturing ever since I was a little girl, and that is just my family, my core, my person, my people. And I'm not saying that I don't have people now, of course, I have friends and family now, but I've always been someone that. I just, I love to share life with people, right? And friends and family you share your life with, but when you find your person in life and you create that bond with somebody and then you create more life with them, that has always been a dream of mine. But it was so weird to know that about myself and then to see that answer staring back at me. I thought I was just gonna get an answer like, you know, 2018's extended long enough, I'm a little tired, feels like it was gone on forever and it also went by in the blink of an eye and I just wanna start over again in 2019 because I'll feel refreshed, I was not expecting the answer to be, I'm waiting until I have somebody else to allow myself to actually be happy, not just to cook dinner at home again. Lately, I have been tossing back and forth between feeling like I know exactly what my values and my morals are and the habits that I practice in order to instill those types of beliefs into my day-to-day and just be the type of person that I I know I am, but also that I want to be. But then I also have this other side of me that's constantly second-guessing myself, constantly trying to self-sabotage, you know, give myself easy excuses to bail out on the responsibilities and bail out on the person that I want to be and basically stop putting all of the energy and effort in because what's the point of doing it if there's nobody to share it with? I know. How sad, right? Now, again, I just need to say, like, I I feel like, I don't know, it hit me like a brick wall because I do a pretty good job, I feel, at chasing my dreams and at living my life. But it wasn't until that I was writing this down that I discovered that a great deal of my internal resistance to actually living my life happily, not just doing it in a way to kind of kill time, is telling myself that... I'll do all of the things that I know I want to do and be basically the person that I know I want to be when I have that person to be that person with. Now, I don't know how into like astrology and stuff that you guys are, but I've always found it a little fun. So I've always been a bit more prone to doing things like birth charts and, you know, zodiacs and just reading my horoscope. sometimes. I've even gotten a couple tarot card readings done professionally. I've even done a past life regression. I just get curious about the mystery of all of that type of thing. But ultimately, one thing that I do know about myself or at least resonate with myself through discovering this via birth charts is that I tend to feel like life is a little meaningless if I don't have people to share it with. And it's funny because I think that's part of the reason why I ended up doing or being exactly who I am right now. I mean, you're sitting, here listening to this podcast episode, right? Kind of weird to think about in the sense that when I decided that or discovered that I resonate with that truth that I really love sharing life with people, it makes a lot of sense that I ended up becoming a YouTuber and, you know, becoming a creator in terms of podcasts and blog posts and all of this. Stuff because at the end of the day, I love capturing my life for me, but I also love sharing it with other people. Now, that said, I have friends and family to share my life with, don't get me wrong, but I have always had that vision in my mind of that other person, you know, the person that's going to cheer you on. You both strive for goals, you both go on adventures together, you take on the world together, you tackle everything together. That to me is such a dream, such a fantasy land, and so many times that I have unknowingly told myself, okay, I'll be happy then. I'll be happy when that happens. And even though that hasn't necessarily happened yet, and even within the relationships that I have been in and have known that they're not going to be the one, I've never let myself be fully happy just living my life because I'm constantly kind of waiting for Prince Charming to knock on the freaking door. I know what I want out of a relationship. I know pretty much down to what I can say could be potential physical attributes if I'm as psychic as I like to believe that I am, the type of person that I'm going to end up with, okay? I have a pretty good understanding or a pretty good idea, and I've had a lot of time to think about it. I hate to admit it, but it's true. I am such a romantic, I love a good love story, and I can't wait to, you know, live out my own. But that said, I don't want to wait to live out my love story, to allow myself to actually live out my life. I don't want to wait to live my life for somebody or something else. Maybe for you, it's not that you're waiting for another person. Maybe you're waiting to look different. Maybe you're waiting to have more money. Maybe you're waiting to live somewhere else. I don't know what you're waiting for, but whatever it is that you're waiting for, figure it out because once you figure it out, that knowledge becomes your power. Because when I wrote this down the other day and that truth hit me, I discovered that I needed to want a relationship with myself just as badly as I wanted that relationship with somebody else. And until I was willing to find it for myself, I was never going to be ready to have it with anybody else. And I'm still not. That's why funny enough. I know that I haven't met the guy that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life because I think Everything that has led me to this moment right now has pretty much been a lesson that I've needed to learn to finally push myself To see this truth I want to stand in my power and live out my goals as if there was no one around that was ever Planning on joining me now, hopefully I mean knock on wood That's not the truth. You know, I hope to God that eventually and I feel like a part of me does know this. I'm going to find that person. And when that time comes, I can't wait for that version of me. Like I said, I can't wait for the version of me that gets to actually actively live out my love story. But right now, that version of me is not this version of me. And I don't want to just sit around killing off time with this version of me until I get there, because I mean, that's one sad and pathetic and just. Two, not cool. You know, it's not cool for me. It's not cool for the person I'm going to be with because heaven knows if I don't live up to my full potential now and just love myself and my life now, then not only am I doing, you know, girls in general, a just huge injustice waiting for a guy to come on and complete me, but I'm also doing myself a huge injustice. I'm doing all All of the many blessings in my life, a huge injustice. And ultimately, I'm doing my soul and my daily wellness and my day-to-day just sense of peace of mind an injustice. I'm not allowing myself to be happy, and that's just not fair. I'm not allowing myself to live out to my full potential, to be the person that I want to be, to show up for myself. Because, you know, what's the point until there's somebody else to show up for? No freaking way. I don't want to wait to live my life. I want to show up for myself instead of waiting for somebody else or for something else to show up for me to give me any kind of reason why or will to live, you know? We need to be the people that we want to be now. We need to find the happiness that we want to find now. Find out what you stand for, what you believe in, and what to do to see those things through and just start doing them. It sounds simple because it actually is. When I was able to see exactly what I was waiting for, I was able to then have a little mini conversation with myself that got mad real where it was like, okay, it's okay to want these things. It's okay to want what you want. It's okay to have you know things that you know are hopefully on your future path and you cannot wait to freaking get there, but it's not okay to sit down and just be like, well, until that happens, I'm gonna wait here for it to come find me. It's not okay to stunt your own growth. It's not okay to basically dismiss the life that you have now for a life that you're working towards. And it's not okay to just give up on yourself when you're just feeling like you're having a bad day. When I say show up for yourself and live the life that you wanna live now, that means sometimes, yeah, you know, ordering your favorite food, throwing on your sweatpants, and having a day off because you need it. But it also means getting up off the couch, doing the workout, cooking the foods at home, or whatever it is that you want to do, whatever kind of person that makes you feel excited to jump out of bed in the morning. Just be and do as that person would be and do, and stop waiting for the circumstances to come along that'll give you the right opportunity, and I'm putting it in bunny ears, to live the life that you want to live. It really is that simple. I'm going to let you in on a big big secret that I had to tell myself just recently. And I know, again, like I said, I'm pushing past my comfort zone and telling you guys how sappy I get with myself just because like, I feel like there's two very dominant parts of my personality. There's the part of me that's just like, go getter, go, 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 you know, sets goals, accomplishes goals and just doesn't ask questions, doesn't get tied up in the emotion of things and just gets it done. But there's another part of me that's like, kind of just this little, I don't know, it's a bit more of my creative side, you know, my more feminine energy, I guess you will. And that part of me is not only in control of ultimately how happy or how lonely I feel, but it's also in control of my creativity. It's also in control of my daily batteries. It's in control of how much I tend to feel connected and in tune with myself and the earth and the world around me. So, I can't punish that side of me for wanting what it wants, but I also sometimes have to get mad real and use, you know, the type A side of me to get a little bit more logical with the E logical side of me, with the side of me that is the hopeless romantic, the one that's all up into the astrology, the one that's all up into the creativity and believing in energies and All of that good stuff. I don't think you should get rid of any part of who you are because I think that they all balance each other out. But that doesn't mean that sometimes I'm not at an internal struggle or war with myself. And this particular Wednesday, I definitely was. But it also created such a breakthrough. When I read back what I had written to myself or whatever energy had come through my body and taken over my hand and written out my actual subconscious truth, I was able to tell myself there is nothing missing from my life. Right now, I'm exactly where I need to be, and everything in my life is unfolding exactly as it should. Telling myself that nothing was missing and giving myself permission to slow the frick down and actually just live on a day to day basis and show up for myself in every present moment was the key and permission that I needed to actually open up myself to being happy. I'm not saying that I've never been happy single or have never been happy in my life before. All I'm saying is that I feel like I've always constantly been at like an 80% happy, you know, just like when people are like, how you feeling? I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, solid 7.5, maybe 8 right around there. And why? Because I wasn't letting myself feel the extra 20% because I thought something was still missing. It was like, my life's really good if I could just have this one last thing. And trust me, I can thrive and get by on that 80%, but if anything else in my life is ultimately not going so well, even as simple as just the weather getting gloomier, less vitamin D hitting my skin, and suddenly my seasonal depression kind of trickling in, then that 8 can sometimes stumble down to like a five Five or six. And the thing that's missing in my life or the multiple things I convince myself are missing from my life suddenly feel a lot heavier and take a bigger toll on me. So I gave myself permission to let them go, to tell myself that there is no such thing as a four, five, six, seven point five, 7.5 or eight, that ultimately every single moment of my life, I am completely full. And it's just down to my perspective on it. That's going to make myself show up and feel the fullness or sit back and just question whether it's actually even there. So like I said, I decided that it was just as important for me to want and work towards a relationship with myself that it was to want and work towards finding a relationship with somebody that's going to be the person that I'll spend the rest of my life with. Because newsflash to me, there's another person that I'm going to be spending the rest of my life with, and it's me, and I've already been spending 24 years with her. So in hoping that there's still going to be many more to come, I should probably figure out how exactly to love and live my life at 100% before waiting or wanting somebody else to come along and, you know, share it with me. And I feel like that's what the universe has been slapping me back and forth with a few times already in my life. It's been waiting for me and shaking me, Back and forth to be like, yo, Kaylin, listen, stop waiting and looking and so desperately lowering your standards and letting all of these crummy guys into your life and letting these horrible habits seep through the cracks so that you can continue to feel bad and guilty and pity for yourself while you kill time until you're going to allow yourself permission to be happier again. What if we could actively love, live, show up and awaken ourselves to our lives in this moment? without needing anything else, without waiting anymore for whatever it is that we tell ourselves we'll be happy for. What if we could just be happy solely for ourselves? I think the only way to do that is to actually make sure that your why and your purpose and the things that you're waking up and doing on a daily basis end up feeding into your values and your morals and your goals of who you are at the end of the day. And I mean, that could be an episode for a whole other podcast episode, because that in itself is a topic that we could dive so much into. But I think first we need to wake ourselves up from the daydream and the days that we're constantly walking through on a day-to-day basis without even realizing it. I had no earthquake. The idea that when I sat down and was just ready to give up on this Wednesday, ready to give up on my fitness goals, ready to give up on my health goals, ready to give up on all of the work and progress that I had been making and just tell myself, screw it until the new year, I had no idea the epiphany I was going to have about my entire life and just who I am as a person and what I have been waiting for unknowingly for 24 years. But I'm so glad that it happened and I'm so glad that I had that like major Wednesday epiphany because now I've stopped waiting to live my life. I stopped waiting until Monday to start my fitness regimen. If it was a Wednesday, a Friday, or a Tuesday, I don't know when you're listening to this, but just start doing the things that are going to make you feel happy and healthy now start doing the things that you know you want to do start doing the things that basically emulate the life that you want to live now all the while enjoying the life that you already have if you aren't actively waking up and living your life then what on earth are you doing what are you waiting for it's a question that i know it sounds so naive or cliche or simple or whatever But actually ask yourself this. Write this down, let your hand flow, or say it out loud and record your answer. I don't know how you want to answer it. Maybe even just bring it up to your therapist and then say it out loud to her because God knows, I mean, my counselor... God, that woman has saved my life a time or two, but even still, talk it out with somebody else, but make sure that you're asking yourself this question if you feel like you're not happy, if you feel like you're waiting for something, if you feel like your life just isn't where you want it to be yet, ask yourself, what are you waiting for? What's it gonna take for you to actually feel like your life is yours? And is that actually a truth or is that something that's actually missing from your life? Or can you find a way to see yourself as already complete? Just a couple thoughts to mull over this last week of November. No pressure, you know? So there you guys have it. That's the Coffee Talk podcast topic today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Feel free to leave comments and tweets and all of that good stuff on your thoughts on this topic. Like I said, I try and kind of circulate the topic into anything that's going on in my present day life. So I hope that this little stream of consciousness, I mean, I kind of mad-libbed a lot of this. Like I put down a couple points. Every time I'm doing these podcasts, I have like a couple just bullet points of topics that I want to make sure I hit so that I'm not going too crazy spiraling out of control on the topic. So hopefully at the end of this, it made any sort of sense or resonated with you at all. And hopefully it got you inspired and excited to jump off your butt and just be happy and live out your life. And other than that, I will talk to all of you guys in next week's podcast episode. Bye guys.